Hi everyone, my name is Kate Lee Emerald, the founder of Life of Emerald. Life of Emerald is an online studio creating content introducing ancient wisdom, spirituality, and cultures to people all walks of life to heal and improve their lives. Our sacred guest today is Sabrina. Hi Sabrina. Hi everyone, thanks for having me here. It is our pleasure to host you, Sabrina. Sabrina Rumbeck is a cardiothoracic surgery PA, a public health practitioner, and a peak performance coach, speaker, empowering ambitious young professionals, especially those who are like her, working in healthcare, to become confident leaders who are living fulfilled and purposefully so they can both powerhouse in their career and passionate people in life again, become passionate people in life again, without feeling overwhelmed, underappreciated, or undervalued. Well, Sabrina, you're doing an important work in the healthcare industry. Nice to have you here. Thank you, appreciate it. Yeah. Could we jump into our first question, and I'm eager to get to know you more. Sabrina, could you share with our audience how you contribute your talent and time to the world, perhaps more in detail? Yeah, so from a medical standpoint, I am someone who diagnoses, treats, and performs surgeries for our heart and lung patient. That means um, from a standpoint, coronary vessel disease, where we do bypasses, um, valvular disease, aneurysms, we do those repairs, as well as lung cancer removal and esophageal cancer, or any big, really anything in the chest would deal with. And from a empowerment, empowerment from a organization individual standpoint, I am the person who teaches you to fall back in love with that career that you have worked so hard to gain. Those degrees, those years of sweat, debt that we collected, right? Hundreds of thousands um, to get to where you are because we all work hard to get to that point and we didn't do it to hate it or simply give up a jump ship to something else and i think all of us have that internal drive and we can get to a better place in our life where we feel like we're doing meaningful work for other people and we feel also passionate about everything that we can accomplish wow 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 the the clear message i hear from you is that you're helping people regain their vitality and passion for what the field that they went into in the first place and sort of like mm, sort of like the image i get is like a midwife to feeling happy again in these people who are already an expert working hard at what they love to do right Right, because it's in the tough position. Think about all these people who has high demanding career. Doesn't matter if you're in medicine, you're in law, if you're an entrepreneur, we all hold ourselves in a, such a high standard and we want to serve more. And, and most of our time is giving, giving, giving. And very seldomly we look into ourselves, put ourselves first. And it's also difficult when we wanted to serve others, you start distancing yourself from giving yourself empathy or giving your teammate empathy on how we're supposed to put forth and be the A player that you are. And therefore, that um, 
burnout is such a problem, and people get overwhelmed, stress out a lot of time. But we don't have to wait until we completely burned out into that late stage before we do something. We can be proactive about preventing ourselves from stress, lack of energy, feeling like when once you get home, you don't even have any strength to do the things that you truly love to do for your life, and your whole life is married to a career. Oh yeah, yeah, I understand that. And the idea of marrying your career—that sort of says it all in terms of where your energy is distributed. So if you're a family member, you go to work and you give give your all because you're passionate. We're passionate individual. We love work uh, in general, right? But then we come back to home and we feel sometimes depleted. That that is a phenomenon that I certainly experienced in the in, before, and so you are like the bridge builder to get them to focus inward once again and remind us to、mm, remember, yeah. We、yeah, like- remind you what what do you actually want to gain out of life? Do you have a personal mission, and what does that look like? If someone asks you, "What's your ideal lifestyle?" Do you even know the answer? Because many times we're so good at doing what we already been doing, we're expert in our field already, and then we're working like a machine. And you're so efficient in just doing, but then at the same time, you're just adding things on top of your to-do list, piling things up. And people's common complaint: I just don't have time. Well, most of that answer, what I'm telling you is, is your brain telling you you don't have time. The true way is. You should have more time focusing on things that truly move the needle, that will produce your time in the future. Not to focus your energy and your time doing mundane things that could be delegated, automated, or other people asking a favor for something that truly do not align with who you are or what you wanted to serve. Oh, I love that. Move the needle. That's a key statement here. For high-impact leaders, I'm reading a book,、uh, and it says four percent of effort, focus effort is what moves the needle. And so, going back to your point, let's stop being accustomed to just ticking off to-do list, but refine what you really want to manifest. What do you want to do? Maybe in One year down the line, five years down the line, ten years down the line, and put consistent effort in putting that intentional energy so that your time gets、um, what do you call this?、Uh, return on investment gets bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's the twenty eighty rule, right? If we can. Delegate out that eighty percent of the work, and you're primarily working that twenty percent to produce you the major pr- productivity. That is things that you enjoy, that you love, that re- truly connect with you, right? That produce your time. That's what we're supposed to focus on, and that's how we produce time. Now,、um, when we visualize. Not only we visualize to paint a specific picture in our head, because if it's just a dream, it's an idea, it's not deeply connected to us. 
it's difficult for us to make that step. And if it's too big a dream, we make these grand gesture, grand goals, and then when time come to it, right? Like even on a daily basis, some of my clients like wanted to make this big achievement. I'm gonna network for ten people today. End of the day, something else got in the way. They felt discouraged, right? And what's more realistic? Maybe two or three is realistic. Let's do that because even you contact one more person, that should be pat on the back. You achieved something, right? So if you are able to do something small that's doable, that gives you the affirmation, the competency to do more. Instead of making something too big, and we always tell ourselves, "Yes, we can do it." Oh yes, we can. You have the ability, but could you actually execute? That goal. So start from something that's realistic, but still knowing what your end goal look like, and truly connect to that end goal by attaching an emotional feeling to it. That means thinking about how good would that feel when you get to that point.、Mm. Is that proud achievement, sense of confidence, pride? What does that feel like once you get there? And when you feel down, when you feel like things don't work, repeat that to yourself. Wanted to connect to that sense of emotion that you wanted to achieve. Then it's easier for you to keep going. Absolutely.、Um, the the analogy I get get is exercising our mind, our mind, and feeding the nutrition, the proper nutrition to eighty、um, to twenty goal. And again, that going back to the four percent is what really truly moves the needle, and twenty percent is also what moves the needle up in your day-to-day hundred percent energetic、uh, investment in in terms of scope. And the practical advice you're giving start with something that is doable and achievable,、uh, perhaps under the smart、uh, goal strategy. And give yourself pat in the back for just accomplishing one, and that's a great start, like planting a seed. And therefore, you get to、um, positively move on forward, build these healthy habits, and eventually,、uh, you you know what do you know? You are where you wanted to be in the past. And attaching the emotion is very important because we、uh, we are an emotional creature.、Yeah? And by attaching the emotion, it's sort of like feeding nutrition to the idea we want to move forward. Right, right. Because if you think about when people procrastinate, right, they have this big goal and they stop doing things, they could become discouraged because they haven't felt that reward yet. So we need to give ourselves reward every step of the way. Our primitive brain is either scan for danger or scan for pleasure. If what you have been putting in this effort has been more than your reward, of course you're gonna feel discouraged and don't want to do it anymore, right? You procrastinate for the next phase. But what if you put in the effort and every step you put in, you're like, yes. You got this. Let's do this. You already did eighty percent. That means that extra twenty percent should be manageable, right? Thinking this way instead of, well, darn it, I only got eighty percent. Why could you not get the 
hundred percent. Now you start judging yourself, you criticizing, putting yourself into a negative spot. And so it's how we pivot our thinking. It makes a huge difference. Yeah, uh, we're, we're wired to think negatively by biology, and so this pivoting strategy is reminding us to conscientiously put the efforts creating a positive life and sort of like a debunk or <laughs> crack the code of our biology. Right, it's a reprogramming your neural pathway. The more we can build the positive intelligence into our life, that's how our neural pathway would change and reduce the negativities into、um, from our brain. Right, because at the end of the day, if you think of, about the book "The Magic of、uh, Thinking Big" by David Schultz, and、um, it talks about the concept of our brain is like mind factory. Right, you have the Mrs. Triumph,、um, Mrs. D. And both are super active, and they are such obedience factory people, right? And if you want to confirm that you can do something, of course, Mrs. Triumph is gonna say, "Hey, you remember all this time you did stuff and you actually achieved something?、Uh, well, it's not that bad. Just go for it." Versus Mrs. Defeat will tell you. Remember, some kid pulled the chair out behind you, and that's gonna happen to you again. People gonna trick you, right? So it will add negativity into your your thought, and then you stop doing things because you start creating fear for yourself. That's、uh, actually very unrealistic. Yes, yes, certainly.、Um, let's get to know you more, Sabrina.、Um, could you tell us one or two personal story which has shaped your worldview today? Yeah, let me take you back a few years. It was barely eight o'clock in the morning, and I hardly slept for three hours. And because I had beeper, I was on call. Remember beeper? Like I think a lot of people don't use beeper anymore, except you're in healthcare. So, and I was just thinking about, oh wow, like it must be something going on. And at the time, I was also having a fever of one hundred one degrees. Uh, and my body just feels weak, and my hands are cramping. Now those don't even sound that bad, except the matter of fact was, I was actually scrubbed in into an OR case. I was in the operating room with my hands inside one of my patients' open chest, attempting with all that I can have that energy left in me, operating with one of my attending physicians. Now.、Um, The nurses took pity on me and keep passing Dayquil and cough drop under my mask just to keep me going. But you know as well as anyone, it doesn't take an advanced degree to tell you when you're sick, you don't feel well. Doesn't matter if you're doing heart surgery or you are just on your computer answer emails. It's not going so well for you. And so when I woke up the next morning. Covered with sweats, barely can get out of bed. I just remember, like I'm hot, I'm cold, the fan's going on, it's not working. So I had to call in sick. Surprise to me, my manager told me, "You can't find a replacement yourself. Don't make a habit out of this." So imagine how frustrated I felt at the time that in any demanding career, any situation. We treat our client with respect. We advocate for their need, but in healthcare particularly, 
we do not hold those values for ourselves or our teammates, because we always put ourselves last and put everything else first. Now, unfortunately, these stories are not really unique, and they're very common in the healthcare industry. So I had to tell myself, what doesn't work, I can't stay in this position forever. So then I went back to my roots in neuroscience and public health, and with scientific studies to come up with a system, really coach myself out of that constant exhaustion. And finally, now I'm happy to say I can, I still stayed in heart lung surgery and able to become a speaker, focus on peak performance and helping other young professionals like myself to be able to fall back in love with the career they got into, feel more confident in their own skin, so they can live purposefully and fulfilled, and be a powerhouse in their career and a passion people in life, without feeling that overwhelmed, being underappreciated or being undervalued. Yeah, the the feeling sick you were having.、Uh, Under the weather day, that that day was a wake up call for you, and you, I imagine you felt underappreciated, and sort of unba imbalanced because you dedicated your time or career to helping others in the in the in the hospital. However, when it came down to you being feeling feeling ill. It was not mutually reciprocated, so that turn on the switch for you to be where you are today. And I want to inquire with you, what has been your journey from that day on to today, in terms of rewiring your concept of the term selfishness? Right. So it's a reprogramming. How can we turn something that we actually did not hold ourselves to that level of、uh, growth?、Uh, I think it's we got so caught up on just doing, and we're no longer focusing on our brain, our body, and how we want to show up. We're just simply doing, and it's nonstop of doing. When you have no time to reflect, no time to be self-aware. That's when things go downhill. So when I started to go back to research, go back to my thesis on self-care and self-efficacy, when I did that ten years ago in public health, and my neuroscience background, I actually did my thesis on music therapy research,、uh, and also learning from other experts. And then every day, I'm learning something new. I'm li- listening to a new podcast, reading a book, and things that. Uh, on my drive to work, I'm listening to something. Right, it triggers your brain. It brings the novelty into your life, and also continue to push yourself into that maintenance of positive intelligence. And also for myself, one of my three-step system is to be able to take these. Micro vacations daily, and there are these two to five minute exercises that we can do to bring you back in center, bring back to the present, relax, and be able to focus. Because we have all these mental chatters,、uh, our minds 
constantly going, and seems like really hard for us to shut them down. And now, if we are able to regroup, reboot, right, then we become more productive. Instead of most of us who have not been in the round of training and coaching, we tend to say. Oh, just give me another two hours. I'll get this done, right? Like I'll just see these patients, then I'll relax. But two hours pass by, you're already so exhausted. You're not focusing that well. The way that you communicate with other people might be a little sharper, not as empathetic. And the way that you're doing, you're moving, might be slower because your re、uh, reaction time is slowed down. So if we actually can reboot ourselves into a more fresh start. Of course, your performance time will be shorter. The effectiveness and quality of your work will be that much higher. So you're saying that by focusing in ourselves, taking care of ourselves first, quote 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 unquote selfish selfish, without any negative or positive connotation. Is the way to serve everyone around you because then you will be increasing the 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 quality of communication. You'll be increasing the quality of your attention and everything, and so that there is a need to sort of debunk the word selfishness and that selfishness selfishness is neither positive or negative. But really, you're you're advocating for this message that we need to flip the switch. Get to the get to the root. What is important? I must be nurtured in order to nurture patients in a way that is quality.、Uh, interact with other people that is high high quality.、Mm. Right, and I actually believe、um, self care is not selfish at all. It's necessity. It's not a luxury, because only when you value yourself. Then you can value others in the right level. If you don't even say what you want other people to do, if you you if you only giving advices but not doing it yourself, then that dissociation is what creates that imposter syndrome for many people. Right? They devalue themselves because they're actually not doing it. Now, on the other realm is that. Only when we can say no to the things that do not serve us, then we can say yes to the things that truly connect to us. And when we place self-care at a higher level, then you can give the best of you, not what's left of you. Oh, that's a great、um, leeway into our third question: that part of self-care. And self-care, I, I, the the more self-care we do, we're actually helping the environment. So let's go to the third question, Sabrina. What is your understanding of the current state of planet Earth or the collective consciousness? For me, is I I don't I think I'll take the、um, collective consciousness because I feel like the Earth itself is just a being itself, right? And then we talk about there are the energy world, there are the spiritual world. Of course, most of us like to only focus on what we can touch, what we can see, because it can be validated, it can be something 
understandable. But there are so many things we don't understand, we don't know, and we need to be able to think about. There's the conscious brain where we. We're talking right now. We process the information, versus there are the subconscious, right? Where we storage a lot of、um, these ideas in our、um, brain that's not really manifest.、Uh, it, it, But sometimes those are the barriers that were were had deposit into ourselves. There's some such situation we never dealt with, which is put a down, right? And those、uh, consciousness are actually going to come out at some other ways when we're at least expected. So.、Um, When we can leverage and be very clear about our current situation, and whenever we feel anger, sad, honor those emotion, deal with it right away, then you no longer suppress all that emotions into some dark web <laughs> in your head,、um, and and you already released that part what doesn't serve you, so you can move forward in life. Yeah, absolutely.、Mm. The concept of processing your feeling as is, just as is, without any, without labels and judgment, and let them, you know, let them surface, surface you. One of the things I use is I use I feel statement. I feel angry. I feel sad. And by doing this, we because by nature we're all interconnected, and and by doing this, and by feeling good ourselves, also the self care you mentioned earlier, is helping the world. That's the concept. Cool, Sabrina, could you share with our audience one simple practical thing? That we can implement in our lives right now, and you have an interesting background, science, rigorous training of science, and also open to spirituality and speaking about energy. And I love the fact that you merge science and spirituality. This is exactly what Albert Einstein did: integration of these two. So, one practical thing that our audience can implement. Yeah, we can do an exercise together. So I、um, teaches my clients specifically with these two to five minute exercises, where you can instantly calm your brain and boost your energy. So some,、uh, whether you are outside at work or even at home, you can do these things. And then the more we can do these, we're actually building positivity back. Into our brain, and this is how I say we're building mental immunity as well. So something,、um, so wh- wherever you are, put your feet flat. Whether you're sitting, standing, right, feel all the toes, wiggle them, and as comfortable as you can. Drop your shoulders, right.、Um, release any tension that you have. If you feel tension, feel that breath of just move through the pain. Not stay at the pain, right? And the easy way to slow down your heart is exhale instead of inhale. So we're gonna do really quick inhale, slow exhale on six, five, four, three, two, one. Hold it for three, two, one. Inhale, exhale quick, slow six, five, four, three, two. 
warm. If it's safe, keep your eyes closed. And we're gonna use your hand to put your thumb on your temple, which is this two pressure point around the lateral of your eyes. And then you're gonna use your finger knuckle to brush from the inner eye corner on your eyebrow out. All right, and then do it the same on the bottom rim of your orbital socket. And then keep repeating that up and down. You're trying to focus on the sensation of touch, the pressure, the temperature of your fingers, the smoothness of your eyebrow and your skin. And if you have any other thoughts besides the sensation that you're feeling right now, let them move through you again like a wind. Forgive yourself for all those thoughts that are coming to you. Let them pass you. Redirect your thinking only to the sensation of touch. And when you're ready, before you open your eyes, think about what is the intention for the next thing when you open your eyes. How do you want to be? How do you want to show up? And once you have that word, then go ahead and open your eyes. How do you feel, Kate? I feel loving and regal. <laughs> How do what's, you the, what's the one word that you have set for yourself before you open your eyes? Regal. How Good. do you feel? I feel more relaxed. And then that one word I have, it just elevation. So I wanted to make sure that people who are hearing my messages, who I connected to, feeling that they're lighter then they're elevated into the next level i feel that sabrina the key word you said while we're doing this exercise is let the thoughts let it flow like wind let them go by i thought that was a key imagery that our audience can implement as they are bombarded with thoughts just picture the thoughts being washed away with this wind let them go and as you take care of your physical body with these exercises practical exercises that we are building positive uh, immunity in the brain and positive um, wiring and so thank you for this valuable insight uh, I, I like I can see you're a practical and <laughs> idealistic at the same time <laughs> yes yes for sure uh, i like tasks uh, or exercise that builds a ritual into your life that will produce your result where you can see right away um, and then of course this is one example with um, out of hundreds that i built depend on what people are really connected to and what actually works for their life and if people like a downloadable for one of the these exercises, they can just go to sabrinarombach.com forward slash energy so then you can have something on your hand quick two minutes have a big difference in your life excellent excellent i would include that link and is that 
where you would like our audience to contact you, sabrinarunbeck.com. Um, you can find more information on my website for sure. I'm also very active on LinkedIn, um, Facebook, and Instagram. And my handle is just my full names at Sabrina Rombach. Okay, I would definitely add this in our website. Um, here's where we say see you later, Sabrina. I look forward to you creating uh, impact in the world, helping many young. Um, ambitious professionals to balance the inner self-care and outer care all based in compassion and mutual mutual benefit for everyone involved including yourself ourselves yes for sure thanks for having me here Kate our pleasure all right audience here's where we say see you later my name is Kate Lee Emerald the founder of life of Emerald Life of Emerald stands for mind, body, and soul. All right, I can be reached at lifeofemerald at gmail.com and Instagram handle lifeofemerald underscore s. Take care.